Welcome to Let's Undress the Podcast with Millie May. Let's Undress is a podcast that covers all taboo topics. It's also a platform and place for women to come of all ages and feel confident, vulnerable and empowered. So get ready to raise your vibration and join us on this fucking amazing journey. Incredible women, and welcome back to Let's Undress. Oh, I am so excited for every single one of you guys listening to hear this episode. Whether you are wanting more from life or wanting to be a coach in this beautiful industry, wanting to manifest, or wanting your mind, your body, and your soul to just be fucking expanded, this podcast is fucking fire. Like fucking fire. And I am just so excited. Today's episode is with the glorious Laura Grady. She is an empowerment coach. She has her own podcast called Superwoman Vibes. She is honestly one of the most energetically fucking incredible women. I say this all the time, but I really only reach out to women for my podcast that I feel 110% fucking aligned with. And she was it. The funniest thing about this podcast episode is the day before we actually um, talked about talked for the podcast, I had had a girl reach out to me and say, oh, um, I've been following this woman on Instagram and she's been really inspiring me and it was her. And I was like, if that isn't a synchronicity for how aligned this podcast is, I don't fucking know what is. So I'm going to stop talking because I will just ramble and ramble and ramble and ramble. And there's so much juiciness in this. It's a long one. Oh, get excited, but strap yourself in. It's fucking phenomenal. And I hope you have the best day, babes. Welcome to Let's Undress My Amazing Woman. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my God. Thank you so much for being here on your Friday morning. Love it. Love it. We live for this stuff. (laughs) Live for it. Exactly. Um, So I like to start every podcast episode the exact same by just asking something that you're grateful for. Today, I am super grateful for my partner. He went out, he made me a smoothie and a coffee (gasps) and I I got to sit in bed and just sit there with my dog and he brought both of those things to me. So I'm super oh. grateful for him today. Oh my God. Firstly, <laughs> I fucking love that. We love men like that, firstly. Oh, and secondly, I fucking love your dog, Chili. Don't even get me started. I've been I manifesting can't. this dog. I have been manifesting her. I was manifesting her for years. And then I, I had been planting the seeds with Jamie for a year. <laughs> he was like, mm, okay we don't need a dog or you never had a dog before. And then it just all lined up at the perfect time. I can't even tell you how badly I want a cavoodle. Is she a cavoodle? Yes. Is it she or he? She. She. Yeah. She. she. I want one so badly. And I've had to like literally rein myself in so many times and be like, no, no, you can't have one just yet, but it's on every vision board that I have. So I fucking feel it. Do it. I'm so excited. Yeah, so amazing. And it like, you know, something for me that's really important is it, it really took me away from like 
the, the need to work all the time. Mm. And like, cause I love my job. So I just sort of, you, you forget to switch off, which I'm yeah. sure you can relate to. And it's hard, isn't it? You like, you know, if you're laying on the couch at night, I can imagine you, instead of fiddling on your phone, you're patting your little puppy. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> you are. Yeah. And you like forget about everything else and you do stuff with them. Like, like it just, it pulls you fully into your feminine. So I really love it. I really love I- it fucking love that right that's why my manifestations even stronger I tell you oh my god <laughs> right love. so I want to tell you a little bit about how I met how I came across you so everyone that I try to get onto this podcast I really try to get from I was talking to you about just like very energetical and people that I feel yeah. really like aligned with yeah. so when I first started my kind of coaching or my um own step in this direction in this realm I really looked for people on social media that were expanders of what I wanted or people who made me feel like it was possible. Cause I think a lot of the times being an upcoming coach or someone who's kind of just finding their feet in this realm, it's hard to find people who a make you feel empowered and make you feel like you can do this instead of it being like, you know, I make $3 million a year and you know, la 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 la. You're just very like, I found you vulnerable and approachable and, very energetically just in tune and connected, which I loved. Thank you. You're so welcome. And that's why when I've asked you, I was like, I've got to ask her. And I made this thing a few weeks ago because I've had a bit of a, you know, it can get really nervous reaching out to people on podcasts and being like, do you want to come on my podcast? And I was like, no, fuck yes. I'm just going to do it. And it's been like such a beautiful outcome because so many women that I have been like, okay, I'm going to ask this person and be brave. have all said yes. So thank you so much. Yeah, no worries. I love it. And I think it's, um, it's one thing that I, I love speaking on podcasts. Like it doesn't actually feel like work to me at yeah, all. Same. It just feels like an expression. So I have, I, I, it's fantastic. And it will be the same for a lot of people. And it, the worst yeah. thing that they can say is, Hey, I just don't have capacity right now, but yeah. thank you for reaching out. Yeah, exactly. And you can just honor worst that. Thing. Yeah. And I've done that before. I've done that multiple times, but you know, if it feels good, like I always make space for things that feel good. (laughs) So, um, I know, I know about you, Laura Grady, but obviously not everyone will know about you. So can you tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do and kind of your journey so far? Yeah, no worries. So, uh, my name is Laura. I am a women's empowerment coach. That's the kind of broad term that I use to describe what I do. Uh, I, I typically, I work with women just to help them feel the most connected, aligned and inspired. That's yes. my job essentially. And that shows up in many different forms that can show up in people's personal lives. It can show up in people's relationships. It can show up in business. It can show up in multiple different areas. Yeah. And my job is to help you. It's, it's just to help show you what's actually possible. So show you that you can feel good and show yes. you that you can feel alignment and you can have a connection, a deeper connection to yourself and to the people around you, but greater than that, the universe yeah. as well. So it's just showing you what's actually possible. Yes. I absolutely love that. And I love that you use the word broad term because I feel yeah. like these days there's such a push to have a niche or such a push, you know, you have to be in this box. And I love that's something else that pulled me to you. Cause I, me personally, I was like, I don't want to be just like, one person that does one thing. Like I am passionate about so many multi-dimensions. I was like, "Mm," you know, but you really use that term of like, I can do anything. And I just use a broad bubble to keep me in there. Yeah. Well, you are your niche. Yeah. So in, in, in this industry, in the coaching space in the coaching industry, and you know, you you hear this from like people like Amanda Francis, like if you're going to go down the strict 
masculine business way, then absolutely you need a niche. But if you are willing and ready to be yourself and to be as vulnerable as possible and to show up authentically, then you are your niche and you get to shift and change and teach what feels right for you at any given time. And it's going to change. Yes. I love that. I love that. Cause change is inevitable, right? Like you're still learning and growing. Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Like, and, and you know, a lot of the things that I've done in my business and in my world have not made any logical masculine sense, Yeah, <laughs> but they always tend to work out. So, you know, it's just, it's, 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 you know, feeling into the call and going for it, you know, anyone yeah. who's listening to this, like if you're feeling, Oh, I have to box myself in a niche myself. No, pick something that you're passionate about. Go for that. And yeah. then when you mind, change it up. <laughs> yeah. I love that too. Cause it makes you just feel like you're like, you've got the reins, go with flow, go with intuition. And it literally will guide you to where you have to be anyway. Exactly. Of course it will. It's you know, power. the worst thing that can happen is if, if it doesn't work out, mm. it will eventually work out. It will send you somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. So in the coaching realm and from where you began, I would love to know a little bit about your story. Like what pushed you down this path of, you know, being an empowerment coach and was it like a niggling feeling for a long time when you finally took that leap or did you just know forever? How did that kind of work for you? Uh, no, it was, it wasn't like a niggling feeling. I, I always, as a young child, I always wanted to be a psychologist. Um, it was always something that I wanted to do. Like I always wanted to help people, but I wanted to help people with mental stuff. Like where, however that showed up. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I really wanted to do that. And I, kind of went into uni and hated it and was like, whoa, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And um, it was like a totally different realm. Anyway, I was like doing different degrees and fell into a course around NLP and, you know, NLP is all about the language of the mind. And so it's basically yeah. speaking to people in the way that they speak to you, using language back at them to help them have breakthroughs. Yeah. I figured that would really be really quite helpful in many different areas of my life. And it didn't make any sense to do it. Yeah, but I was like, I have to be there and I don't know why. And I've always had like a strong intuition and like a really strong gut feeling. I've been really been tapped into spirituality for a very long time. Times in my life where it's been scary and I've shut off from it, but then like always coming back to it. And so I just trusted it and was like, okay, I've got to go and do this. And I went and did it. And within uh, not very long at all, I was like, okay, this is enormous. And I have to teach this. Like people don't know about this. And at the time when I started, it was not a thing in Australia. Like it was not a thing. I it, bet. Was, it was weird. It, you know, unless you were like doing readings, like what was a life coach? It was like the only person that you could really relate it to was a Tony Robbins of the world. You know, it's, yeah. that was the only thing. And it, it just wasn't well known. Like I remember telling people and they were like, what is, what are you doing? Um, so it didn't make any sense. And I went for it and I had that gut feeling and I was like, I've got to do this. I just have to figure it out. It, it's not going to make sense. It doesn't have to make sense, but I have this calling. I've got to do it. I'm gonna, and I'm going to keep going for it. I love that. I love that. Just from that early stage, your intuition and you like your guide was so fucking potent. Yeah. Well, it like, it woke me up. Like it just, it was one of those things where I think, I think in this kind of field, you know, there's such a deep level of passion. Now, are you going to feel it all the time? No, like it's up and down it comes in waves, but you know, I had this deep sense of passion and I was like, I, I have to share this. This is greater than me. This is big. This is a big mission. And, you know, I always feel that I was put on this planet to do something quite big, quite large with my life. It didn't make any sense though, but I was going to do something big. And, you know, that's still evolving and changing and shifting. I've had lots of health stuff. So lots of things have been put on pause and all those things. 
But um, yeah, I just knew intuitively knew and it was going, okay, I'm just going to back myself in. And the worst case scenario is it doesn't work out and whatever. <laughs> and I love that saying, you know, if the worst thing, like very much like worst case situation, it's just that like it doesn't work and you do something else. There is just such this emphasis on like, it being the end of the world if something doesn't work out or if you put yourself out there and then that doesn't work out. I just don't know where this emphasis on, it's not even failure. It's just like you're taking that path and it will guide you to another path and then to another path. And there is no sense of like, you're not failing at anything ever. I think it's the idea of being rejected. Mm. And like, especially in the coaching space and the coaching industry, it's like people go into it and they have this massive amount of fear of rejection, rejection from clients, not wanting them uh, to help them or, you know, reject, like any form of rejection of being like, oh, well, you're, you're too expensive. I like to say expensive. I don't really like saying expensive anymore because it's just a bit of a shit word, (laughs) but you're too expensive for me. Um, or, you know, the friends and family in your life being like, ah, you know, that's ridiculous what you're doing, but you know, Nothing makes sense until you do it. No. You know, so any big vision, dream, idea that you have won't make sense until you jump in and you take a leap of faith. And yeah. the rejection, like the deep within our bones and in our DNA is this fear of others not wanting us and not liking us and rejecting us because thousands of years ago, not even thousands, hundreds of years ago, like if you were somebody who was going to be rejected from the tribe, you were fucked. You wouldn't make the life. You, you, you don't want, you wouldn't make the night. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have a life, you know, yeah. you'd, it would be a really difficult thing. So, you know, this whole idea of rejection, that's, I think the biggest reason why people don't do things like, I don't want that. I don't want to be rejected. I don't want to feel like I'm an outsider all the time. Fucking earth. And I think that's the biggest thing. And I'm sure with your clients, it's the exact same. Every, every single client that I comes through that I speak to or every reading that I give is the same thing, like fear of being seen out of fear of like someone not liking you or fear of not liking that. And that Mm -hmm. is the biggest thing to move past. And I think it's beautiful getting to the stage where, you know, you want to be guided or you want to have assistance in that area, but it really takes you to get to that stage of like, okay, I know that I'm, I'm destined for so much more and I just have to take this action. Yeah. Yeah. And it will piss people off. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and you know what I find? I, I think, you know what, going back to being young, and I don't know if you'll relate to this, but from being young, I've always been extremely loud and extremely opinionated and, mm-hmm. and too much in quotation marks, you know, like always too much. And my mum used to always say to me, God bless her, but she used to always say to me, little girls are better seen and not heard. And it was something from being really young triggered the fuck out of me. And I think that has pushed me into as much as it annoyed me when I was little and made me feel like I was always doing something wrong. It definitely pushed me into, okay, no, that's your belief. And I'm going to prove this world wrong. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, we women have been told this for forever. (laughs) Like you're too much. Uh, yeah, the too much wound is like a massive wound of being too much. I just kind of say like, yeah, you're going to be too much for the right, for the wrong people. Yeah. 100%, you know, and even like in my space now, I, I kind of am opening up a lot more about spirituality to my audience and to the people around me. And yeah, for some people it's going to be too much and that's fine. Don't watch, like yeah. don't listen. Don't ask questions about it either. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you don't want to know the answer. Don't ask the question. Yes. You, know, you, you will be too much in certain spaces, but 
that's just the wrong spaces. Like it's just a different tribe that you get to choose from here on out or not tribe. That's probably not the right word. It's probably not politically correct, but you know, a different group of people. Yeah. You, know, you get to choose a different group of people to spend your time with. And they're, they're out there. They are out there who are going to get it. And who yeah. understand you, and see you just you. got to call them in. And I think yeah. from starting this whole thing, I've just realized that in this community, it is, shown me how when you're in alignment and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, like coaching or showing up or whatever you're destined to be doing, if that's your aligned path, people just come to you. Like I have made more aligned friendships in the last eight months of doing this than I have in my entire 24, 25 years. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what happens. Fucking insane. (laughs) important like you know it's super important i think if you're going to be in this space to have people and if you don't have people and you're afraid of like reaching out to people and starting to create those connections like get yourself in circles with women yeah get yourself into programs because like those programs is where they all lie because they all feel alone exactly my biggest wound around this whole world was like no one understands me and i feel alone and that was for a long time because there really there wasn't a lot like people didn't really there wasn't a lot of people doing it or doing it in the way that i wanted to do it so i was just like Exactly. Naughty, but this is and true. I think for you, it was it's such power, such power because you have started when no one else was doing it, and you've watched everything evolve, mm-hmm. and you've watched social media evolve. Like, was social media even around when you started? Like, I don't think I even knew about Instagram. And yeah, it was, but it was not. Uh, there was a lot more. Like, I found that I got a lot of a lot of hate and a lot of bullying when I first started. Um, I don't really get that at all anymore, mm. uh, which is beautiful. And if I do, I think it's, pro- I just really laugh at it now. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're okay. You. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it doesn't, it doesn't really like, it doesn't resonate. It doesn't sink in anymore. So yeah. which is nice. uh, and I'm sure like there'll be a time in my life where it will, but you know, at the moment it doesn't. So yeah, it wasn't really a thing though. And people didn't really, yeah, it wasn't as big a thing to like be really vulnerable on, on social media. And even for me, like it took me a long time to step into like being really open because I, for a long time thought I had to have a professional front when in reality, your clients do not want that. They no. actually need to just be all of you. Yeah. And just show up messy and beautiful all yeah. at the same time. Yeah. That's the permission slip, you know, and yeah. your thoughts, your ideas, the way that you look at the world is going to change and shift. Mine's changed so much since mm-hmm. I first started and it will continue to change. Yeah. And that's the beauty. You grow with your clientele. Like you, like mm-hmm. you're not going to be this age in this situation doing this stuff forever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, one day you'll have a family or one day you'll be doing something else or you'll be living someone else. And with that, the beauty is that you grow and that clientele grow with you. Always. And I love that. And you'll attract different people at different times based off of what they feel like they're needing and what you want to teach. Yeah. What I've been wanting to teach has been changing as well. So like there's that shift too. So, and that will change for a little while and then I'll change my mind again. (laughs) So, you know, it's a part of it. Yeah. So I love when we dive into mentoring women, I really want to know for you, what do you find with all women or men or whoever, what do you find are the most repetitive patterns that you see that maybe society puts on women that come to you and are like, I want this to be healed or I want to heal this. Yeah. So it's the, I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough or I'm too much. Those three pieces are the biggest and they show up in different areas. 
So, yeah. you know, it might be, and it's just like not believing that you can have an extraordinary life. Fucking oh. A lot of people just don't think it's an option for them because yeah. they don't believe they're good enough or they're worthy or they haven't seen it around them, you know, or they have, they've just seen people do, you know, things that they don't like and they don't enjoy. So expanders are the most big- powerful thing. Hey, expanders oh, yeah. are like angels from above when you're trying to yeah. grow or take a different path. Yeah. You've got to invest in that. And like that, that will expand you and make you feel, I'm going to throw up everywhere. This is really uncomfortable. Yeah. But doing it and taking that leap means that you'll, you'll always get caught in the process, that there's yeah. nothing wrong with that and it will cause you to expand a hell of a lot. But that's a story for another time. Yes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the biggest kind of wounds is like, yeah, that I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, and, um, yeah, or I'm too much. And that will show up. Like that shows up with women in relationships. Yeah. Uh, it shows up with it shows up with them in, in not even relationships, like in, in the business world, when it comes to trying to achieve something in their life, whatever it might be. Uh, it comes up in like body image. It comes up in so many different areas, like every area of your life. If you're looking at it and there is a problem in it and you're like, Oh, I, I, I can't, I can't do this. Or like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not choosing this. It's usually because you believe that you're not good enough or you're not deserving or you're not worthy of it. Yeah. It just shocks me. Hey. And I think me, like a year or two ago, totally different person to now. And all those I can't and I'm not worthy enough. It makes me think, you know, that's me now at 24. And I can only imagine the younger women that are going through a lot more potent and social media. And it just makes me think like, it's insane how as women, we feel like we are worthy of so little. Yeah, it's been ingrained. It's so fucked up. It actually shocks me. And I think for me, and very much like you too, like that's why we were put on this earth. We were put on this earth to show women their power and what they are worthy of. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, and it will come up for us too. Yeah. Like these wounds that come up in different areas. Like we'll try, we'll start to expand into the next space or the next stage of whatever it is that we're going for. And we will feel that contraction and we will feel that, oh, I'm not good enough. How, who am I to have X, Y, Z or, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And we have that, we come up against this resistance. We come up against it all the time. It's common. It's mm-hmm. commonplace. It's not like, you know, you or I, and I, and I, something that drives me nuts is when people pedestal oh. their teachers, like mm-hmm. we're human. We deal with human emotions. We are up and down like a fucking yo-yo, just like you. Yes. <laughs> and yes. we just know how to manage it. Yeah. We just know how to manage it a bit better. We've got a few more better tools, like not better, but tools that really work. Yeah. And we, we continue to invest in those tools. Mm. And yeah. what I always say, and I think you'll totally get this too, is that we only reason why they put us on a pedestal, they, you know, your clients will look at you and like, awe is because you have been where they have been or they wouldn't have been attracted to you. So they're looking at you like, oh my gosh, she's gotten through this. But yeah. the beauty is that's why they are one of your clients because they attracted, they are attracted to you and that expanded and yeah. like that beauty. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah. that's beautiful. I that's fucking love beautiful. it. Yeah. What star sign are you, Laura? Aquarius. Hmm. I'm like Aquarius in like so much, so much Aquarius in my chart. Capricorn, which makes a lot of sense, which is why I have a business. It's like Aquarius, bit of Capricorn, and then a little bit of Pisces in there too. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Do you know your human design at all? Yeah. Manifesting generator. Yeah. So am I. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like we have the exact same energy like that very much 
that many gen where you learn to teach, like you're always yeah. learning because that's what you're going to teach. I love yeah. that. It's so beautiful. Yeah. And like, you know, you, you do the unconventional. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So when speaking about the unconventional, when you started as like little Laura who started coaching on social media, did you, cause nobody would have been doing that. What did your family and friends say? And like, well, how, how did that go? How did you <laughs> oh, even <God>. navigate that? <laughs> Oh, it was, it was rough. It was really rough for the first like six to 12 months. I think yeah, it's a little bit better now because there's so many people doing it Yeah, and there is like there, you can make money in it as well. My family was like, you're not going to make any money. Who's going to listen to you? Yeah. Um, and they, you know, they were also really good in many ways. Cause I know that they did believe that whatever I chose to do, I'd be very good at it because yeah. I've always had like, I've, you know, I've been very strong in self in that way. Yeah. Um, but they were sort of like, I don't think she's going to do this for very long, Yeah, which was very interesting. Um, so they said that my, some of them were like, this is really woo woo and you're doing the wrong thing. Like you shouldn't be doing this, which made sense um, because they didn't understand it. So what you don't understand, you demonize. Yes. Fucking then, Can we just say yeah. that again? What you don't understand, you will demonize. Yes. That is yeah. so true. Such potent words. Yeah. So if you understand it, it's, you're not going to be mean about it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Perfect way for anyone who's listening and you're you're struggling with that too. Like, you know, people, if they don't, if they don't understand what you're doing, they're going to demonize it or downplay it or make it small or not understand it. Like they're just not, they just don't get it, you know? And, you know, for a lot of people, I found that with, with a lot of people who were really mean to me, it was usually because they wanted to do something different with their life and they didn't have the balls to do it. Yes. That's my fucking problem. Yeah. <laughs> Don't project your shit. <laughs> exactly. They are your wounds, your yeah. wounds to heal. Yeah. Mine. So, and that's the truth. So um, I had to believe in myself more than anyone believed in me. And I think nowadays, like I didn't know that there was people who had done it before who were willing to mentor and who, you know, yes, you're going to have to pay money for it, but like, you know, it, they're willing to mentor you. They're willing to guide you on that path. Yeah. I didn't have a lot of that. Didn't know that was possible. Yeah. Um, but I did make a couple of friends along the way and they really, they helped, they helped keep me quite sound and that was a big thing. So friends were pretty supportive initially, but they were also like, what the, they didn't understand it, which is fine. We kind of had like, with a lot of friends in my life, we had moments of, we just were not not talking at all and then came back together. And, you know, they, it just took everybody a bit of time to warm up to it. They just didn't know it was a thing. Most people just did not know it was a thing. Yeah, 100%. I feel like I'm going definitely where that kind of place at the moment where my family and friends, they're, you know, they're all right. I think because I'm old, like a a bit older as well. And I've been very much like you, like ambitious and driven and very much going to do my thing anyway. But I can tell a lot of them are kind of like, what is she doing? Is she having a midlife crisis? But (laughs) I'm like, that's fine. But I definitely, those words that you said about, you know, you being your biggest supporter. And I think this day and age, a lot of us want to rely on, you know, our friends and our family being there and supporting us. But if they don't understand what we're doing, I think we have to understand that they're not going to, they're not going to be our biggest supporters because they don't get it. Yeah. And they, they didn't get given the vision. So the vision that dropped in for you and the vision that dropped in for me was not one that was given to mum, dad, my brother, my family, like my friends. They didn't get the vision. They weren't given it to them. And that's why they can't picture it or understand it or see it because it really was and is 
yeah a, a, a path that hasn't really been paved which is fine so that, that's important to understand and um you know in, in this day and age like day and age you do get to have mentors and people who do want to support you in this yeah. and who see you and have fucking walked it yeah like, i'm not talking about a business coach who's like done it and they're like oh yeah i've done this for like six months or whatever like no 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 like I've been there. Gone through it. Walked through the depths of hell. Came out of it fine, you know, yeah. and thriving. Yeah, that, that's really important to understand. Like if, you, if you're somebody who does doubt yourself or has that like uncomfortability, invest in one of those people because they are your expander. And to have somebody like that in your back pocket, like to just constantly support you. Yeah. It speaks There's volume. nothing like it. Yeah. They're, honestly, I don't think there is anything that compares yeah. to it. And I think, you know, even with, if you're going into this coaching journey or you're going into a healing journey, have like one or two friends that do get you, whether you meet them on social media or whether you meet them through a like-minded community, they're the people that are going to understand, or at least just sit there and listen without the need to understand. Yeah. They can just yeah. hold space for you. Meet people in personal development. That's all. Yes. Because <laughs> even if they're not doing it, even if they're not the coaches or they're not like, you know, they're not doing it. Yeah. They believe that anything can be possible. They yeah. have heard of manifestation. Mm-hmm. They have done some healing work. They have done some inner child stuff. They've done, you know, boundaries, communication work. They've done the work. Yes. They're going to understand far more than somebody who's never touched it. You know, because I say this all the time, like what is not for you will not land in your lap. Mm-hmm. So like with a lot of people in the world, they will, they will never hear of somebody like me. Yeah. Or somebody like you, they will yeah. never hear of us because it's not for them. That's yeah. fine. It's yeah. cool. You know, so pick your people. And if you find that you have this self sabotaging mechanism of like going and trying to prove or trying to tell people that cannot meet you where you're at, mm-hmm. you're going to reap the benefits of that. It's not yeah. going to. One thing I want to ask you actually, which is a really, this is just me being super selfish and, you know, stealing. No, ask. You. <laughs> How did you go at the start of your business setting boundaries with like, not only your family, but like clients, clients in your DMs, <laughs> people in your DMs. Like how did, how did you navigate that boundary world? Cause I feel like that is the hardest thing. I can do anything. I can have downloads from spirit. I can read your tarot, but fuck, I suck at boundaries sometimes. Oh my God. I, there is going to be such an unpopular. (laughs) So, okay. I don't believe, and this is just me. If I'm not paying for something, I'm not taking it seriously. Yes. So like I, if somebody asks me for advice in the DMS, typically I might like give like a one line answer or I will say out of respect for my paying clients, I cannot answer this question. Yeah. If you are wanting to work with a coach, you can either, you know, get on my wait list, join one of my programs, or here's a couple of other coaches that might be, you know, in a different price range. It depends what you need. Yes. I am not available for free advice. I have worked my ass off to get to this point. I have done so much energy work. Mm-hmm. I have gotten so in tune with spirit. It's not even funny. Yeah. I've been yeah. doing this for years. Mm-hmm. I am not giving free advice out. It's, it's not okay. It's out of integrity. Yeah. And I, at that point, will resent my audience if I keep doing it. It's on me. Yes, yes. So, you know, when we don't have boundaries with our clients and, you know, boundaries of clients is all right. 
I have a really small amount of one-to-one clients that I take on. It's always booked out because most people resign. (laughs) It's just the truth, you know, and even when the price rises, they still resign. So I am pretty good. And like, I know them, we're very, we've got really good relationships. I'm happy to respond to them within 24 hours. If you message me at seven o'clock on a Saturday night, you're not hearing from me. If you message me on Sunday, you're not hearing from me. And you just say it. Yeah. You wouldn't want your boss messaging you at 11 o'clock on a Saturday night. Don't message me. Yeah. And I love the way, just the tone and the energetics behind your voice. It's like, that really makes me feel like, you know, you have done the work and this is your, like, I love that about, you know, when you feel like someone's setting a boundary, but they kind of a bit like, oh fuck, you know, this is a scary moment. Whereas yeah. you, I can is it okay? Feel- is it okay? Yeah. So, you know, and as the, as you continue on, on your journey and yeah. you know, get more, you know, you get more clients who are working with you and you expand your repertoire and you also raise your prices and you start charging what you're worth. Cause I don't know if this has come up for you, but it comes up for most oh, of This is literally this. being me. Like, cause I read tarot and I have read tarot for a long time and I only fell into it as like a little bit of a side hustle, but I charged nothing. And then I realized obviously you probably muck around with cards too. You realize how draining it is when you're reading and you're around people's energy. So I stopped doing it for a while and then I've just restarted them. But I was like, you know what? This is a massive thing for me, like charging my worth. It took me so every inch of like my self-worth was like cringing and crumbling. And then I was like, nah, got to do it. Got to do it. I was like, got to do it. So I did it. Yeah. Yeah. And look, like when it comes to charging, like, you know, if we really did all get charged what we were worth, then we would all be incredibly wealthy. Like everyone on the planet would yeah. be because we all deserve more. Like we all deserve more fundamentally. We deserve anything that we want. So yeah. we can't necessarily charge what we're worth all the time, but we can charge what is like, what it's just from a point of like, what's going to make me want to do this. Exactly. <laughs> like, so if I don't want to do it, then you're not going to get the transmission because I will resent you the whole time and you'll feel it. So it's actually a disservice to not charge what I choose to charge yeah. to my clientele. Yeah. And the same with like my, my mentorship that I have going on. It is a disservice not to charge the, the price point that I deserve because I know how much it's going to expand people's income. It's going to be easy for you to afford it. I, it's a disservice for me not to charge it. Yeah, and those who, those who are ready will pay it. Like, and I think, and, and you know what, this might be another thing for you. For me, I, um, so I took forever to try to find someone that I liked or I wanted to follow. And I just signed up to a course about a month ago with, um, Natalia Benson. And that was the first person other than before, because I had messaged you before saying, can't wait for this mentorship, which I hope to do after. But I was like, I can't, it just took me so much. But as soon as I found the right person and I felt aligned with that course, money wasn't even an issue. No, you just make it work. Yeah. yeah. So it shows you like when there's an alignment and that polarity and they're like, yeah, this is my person, that money doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. And look, like, you know, logically it does for some people and that's totally yeah. fine. They're just not my people. And I'm not trying to work with rich people. I'm trying to work with resourceful people. Yes. So they don't need to be rich. They just need to be resourceful. I think I how many been- times have we made shit? Like I've made shit work money wise for some dumb shit in my life. I can make it work for something that's going to better me. Absolutely. Like I can't even stress you uh, the amount of times where I've been like you, you know, which is so naughty to say, but I've seen, I've know of clients and I've worked with clients and I've even done this myself where you, you spend more on, you know, a weekend out, like enough oh, to pay yeah. rent. And you're going, oh yeah, but that's a bit expensive for me. It's too much. 
Well, it's not. You just would prefer to get blind or, you know, off your face, whatever you, you know, whatever your thing is. Like you're choosing that over the weekend, which is fine. Mm -hmm. It's not going to probably give you the same result. Yeah. And that's why I think those boundaries are really clear. And I think asking you that, I've had that a little bit recently, um, people asking me for advice and I have just implemented saying that, like, you know, my clients and Rara and that for me has been such a, a place of like gaining that control a little bit and being like, okay, no, like people pay me for this. So I'm not, we can't, I'm not going to just keep giving out to everyone. And I found myself even not lingering in my DMS as much. Like I, I takes me a bit to get back to them and reply to people because I just feel like your energy goes X, Y, Z. And then that is, it is a priority, but it's not as high as like, you know, you're paying clients and people who are there for you. Well, yeah. And like, you know, there are multiple different ways to start to get into people's vortexes, you know, because this is all about being in the energy and being in the vibes of that person. Like you want that energetic upgrade. You can just listen to their content or watch their content and you're getting downloads from it. You know, you're getting downloads of what it feels like or what, you know, how you can expand yourself. So, you know, it it might be that specific question when someone does a Q and A, yeah. send it then like <laughs> send it then that's the perfect yeah. time to send it yeah and like you know you're not going to take advice from a dm a message in a dm you're just not going to take it seriously no. and i say this because i have never taken a dm i've not even really sent them but i've never taken them seriously no and because how much are you meant to like how how much can you even give in like the small amount of dm stuff you just can't give much no and it's an expanding thing, right? Like if you're, if you're asking advice from someone who you're paying, who you have already subconsciously decided, right, they're that beautiful expander. That is like your subconscious and your crown chakra, like opening up for all yeah. of their knowledge to just fucking pour yeah. in. Yeah, absolutely. And there's things that they won't even need to say that you'll pick up on. Yeah. Because sure. you're, you'll start to, and this is really big. Yeah. When you have an expander, you're starting to embody the energy of that person. Yeah. And where they have been, you know, yeah. and, and it will just be easier. Like you're just fast tracking it all. Yeah. You're fast tracking all of these results because they've been there, they've done it. And like, I always say when it comes to manifesting, and I'm like going to bring out a course in the next little while, I'm manifesting for the high achiever. It'll be like self-study because these oh, are the, yes. all the time. Yeah. So this will be in the next, in the next month or so. I've been working on it like crazy. Like it's so good. I'm so excited. <laughs> that sounds fucking powerful. It's- good yeah so it's going to be like more of like a self-study piece but you know i am a firm believer that right now we are in a moment mm-hmm. and we can tap into the past we can tap into what's happened in the past whenever we want because we have little flashes of memories whatever it might be and we can tap into the future whatever timeline we want everything is happening in the now yes the thing that's separating you from right now and where you want to be is the embodiment and the belief you know, yes. so all you have to do is go, who is that version of me? Cause she exists or he exists or, you know, however you identify that version exists. So yeah. all it is about now is going, how do I tap into that? Yes. How do I start to embody that? How do I start to visualize that I'm stepping into that version of me? Yeah. How do I make sure my inner child is congruent with it and mm-hmm. feels resonance with going there as well? Cause it's a part of you as a piece of you that feels very unsafe. So how can I, how can I do this sort of work? It's, it's all happening. Anything is possible. You know, if anybody gets anything from this is that anything that you desire in your life can 
happen. Yes. Miraculous things happen all the time. Why not you? Yeah. Why not? And I read something actually recently. I was, um, cause I love manifesting and I've really just kind of got into the embodiment of manifesting. I think for a long time I'd manifest and I would, you know, do, do all my stuff, but I read something recently and it was, you can write 55 pages of what you want in your life and you can do your three, six, nine, and you can do your back to front writing and whatever the fuck you want to do. But if you aren't taking action to embody that person you want to be, you're never going to get there. Exactly. And like writing it down is fine. Yeah. But I have found that like personally, and this taps into a lot of the course that I'm going to be presenting on, um, and the, the, like the girls from mentorship will just get it for free as a bonus. But a lot of the manifesting parts of you, right, is that you, you do have to embody that energy, but there are parts of you who are not on board right now. Yes. And you have to make that part of you have resonance with what you're going for. Yes. You know, so that does come with embodiment, with creating safety, with, mm-hmm. with making sure that that, when we get there, it's going to be really good. Yeah. You know? so all well and knowing that that resistance is going to come up, like it's going to come up. It still comes up for me. You know, the yes. things that I'm manifesting now are quite, you know, very expensive to what, you know, probably the average person would expect. Yeah. Right. And yes, it does come up where I go, <laughs> this feels really hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then we have to go back to the practices always. Yeah. Go back to the practices. And it gets to be fun, like manifesting. I used to manifest out of like a need. Same. Like I need survive and now it's like no this just gets to be fun from here on out like I've got things going really fucking well and it just gets to be fun and it's like a muscle I honestly believe manifesting is a muscle the more you use it and the more it gives you those results or you know the more that becomes your actual reality easier it gets yeah always and those tools stay in your tool belt forever and I think the power Mm -hmm. is like an empowerment coach like you delivering that manifest. I think people don't realize, you know, you can, and someone said to me the other day, you can Google how to manifest 100%. But when you're getting that content from someone who is already 10, 15 steps further forward than where you want to be, like as you're watching that, as you're reading their words, that subconscious download is just changing those neuroplasticity pathways. Always, always. Constantly. And I mean, the old pathways aren't there. They're there, but they're just not as strong and they start to get weaker over time. Yeah. And they're going to come up like, you know, any resistance, anybody listening to this, like just when when you have a vision and you have a deep desire for your life to be expansive and you want to create massive change in the world, that's amazing. You're still going to feel resistance. Yes. Constantly. 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 Yeah. Probably like once every, you know, it depends on how big the manifestation is and how Mm -hmm. far you feel that you're away from it. Yeah. You know, but you know, I would say probably once a week for me, it comes up about once a week where the resistance yeah. comes up and then I go and use all of the tools that I've learned over time, you know, and that's perfect. Like yes. you're a human, you're a human being. We're not like aliens who just really know emotions and nothing comes up. This is part of our lives. This is part of our experience and it's beautiful. Yeah. I think sometimes we do forget. And even I'm guilty of this. Like we're, we were placed here to have a human experience. And like, I think we're super lucky, like spiritual beings, like yourself and me and other women who can be super spiritually in touch and connected to source. But we have those gifts, but we're still here to have a human experience. So sometimes even if I feel sad, I'm like, why the fuck do I feel sad today? Like what the fuck? And then I'll be asking my cards and I'm like, just feel it. Like you're still here to have the same emotions as every other human. Absolutely. And like, even just, you know, if you're feeling something, 
operate from curiosity. Yes. Look at it like it's a bit of an experiment. Oh, I'm curious. I wonder where this has come from. I run, I wonder what's going on right now in my body. Because mm-hmm. we do, I believe that we feel things physically. Like oh. when I do a lot of hypnosis kind of work with my clients, it's like, okay, where, where are you feeling that in your body? Because yep. your belief is being represented in your body and in, in, in one of your energy centers, wherever it might be. Yes. So, you know, you, you will feel that in your body. And it's just going, okay, I have curiosity here. And then journaling on the curiosity. Mm-hmm. How do I get to shift this? You know, I even did a live yesterday that was like, if you're trying to choose affirmations and writing things down that are from a place of like, okay, I'm here, but I'm writing as if I'm all the way out there, like a kilometer down the road. Yeah. You're going to want to punch something and it's going to slow you down. Yes. Where you're at. Yes. <laughs> like you, you need to crawl before down. you walk. Always, mm-hmm. always. You know, and especially when it's a new area of your life where it feels expansive. Like, I don't know if you felt this, but for myself, like there was a lot of things in my life that I felt were going really well when I first started coaching. Mm-hmm. And then the business side of it, I was like, oh my God, this is so fucking hard. I know. You know? But everything else, like doing the actual work, great, amazing, felt so aligned, but the actual, the the parts outside of that were really hard. Yes, 100%. And I think, you know, even, and I think I've been quite lucky in a sense of coaching because I, I totally fell into it. I only started a podcast to have my podcast and then I was just, it just, it was like a big domino. I just fell into it. And then I was like, oh, okay, cool. Now I'm doing this. So I feel like for me, I, I was very that. lucky because yeah. I was just very much like, okay, well, this has to be a line. So I don't really have a choice. Whereas yeah. I think, so like for me, I feel like, you know, like I just did a round of my first course and I'm choosing not to do a second oh, round because I was like, okay, something is telling me that I can do bigger and better and I need to create space. And I think for a lot of people who knew they wanted to be a coach and dived into it straight away, that would be really hard for their ego, you know? Whereas for me, I'm oh, kind of yeah. like, well, you know, I, I didn't really choose to do it from the start. I've just fallen into it and now I love it. So I'm, yeah. I'm more able to kind of go with the flow and surrender to those K like surrender to this path that you're not supposed to do another round and what else you're supposed to be doing. And you'll create that. And you know, yeah. but resistance is just sometimes one of those things where you're just like mind of a matter as well. Like some days I've just got to be like, no, you're not winning today. I see yeah. my vision. I hold my vision and I'll deal with you tonight when I get home. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's also, yeah, not wallowing in it because we can wallow. (laughs) Oh, I'm a cancer man. I can wallow in anything. I can wallow. I can reminisce. I I love the cancer energy though. It's beautiful. It's honestly, I'm like, I can't. So for you, what do you reckon and what advice would you give to like little Laura or young coaches like myself that are just starting? What would be like your key advice? Get the woman who you want to be like and go and work with her earlier. Fuck yes. (laughs) That's like the biggest advice because I put that off for a long time. And I think that was part of my own, um, like there was a time before, uh, so I didn't, I worked with a lot of masculine, masculine coaches, um, like business coaches. And they were really like, yeah, scream in the morning and like, ooh, just like really like wake up at 5 a.m. Like, I don't want to do that. I'm not interested. Like, I like to sleep. Yeah. I'm creative at night. Fuck you. Leave me alone. Anyway, so I worked with a lot of those types of people and it got to a point in my existence where I had a good, a really, really profitable one-to-one business. Like, I was doing super well with one-to-one and I had wait lists after wait lists, like really always booked out, yeah? Like, I kind of am always booked out at the moment. Yeah. Like, it's just not really a time I'm not. And 
it got to a point where it felt so energetically depleting. One, I had to raise my fucking prices. That's the reason. That's the whole reason why. <laughs> so I wasn't raising them because yeah. the transformation was amazing. And I wasn't yeah. raising And I was at the point, and I hope that no one ever gets to this, where I was like, I am so ready to give in the towel. Yeah. Like I'm ready to go and try something else. And just because this is, I used to love this and now it's hard and I feel like there's nothing else that I can do. Yeah. And then I met people in the world who I was like, oh, okay, I can't, I have permission to charge more money. I have permission yeah. to do X, Y, Z. I, anything can be possible and this will be expensive for the client and blah, blah, blah. And it's always important to note that whatever you're trying to manifest, especially in business, you have to explain to yourself that it is for the highest good of all. It is not just for you because if you say it's just for you, you're not going to fucking do it because women have too many wounds around that. It is yes. for the highest good of all. Yes. <laughs> you know, so I had to, you know, really having coaches and people in the space to back me up yeah. and who believed in me sometimes more than I believed in myself was yeah. the biggest, most potent transmission and it skyrocketed everything and it made it easy. Yes. Easy. And that's how it should be. Right. Yeah. And it's not always going to be easy. It's just, no, you know, like what my schedule used to be like, you know, even probably not 12 months ago, maybe 18 months ago, 18 months ago, what my schedule used to be like with this really successful one-to-one business, I would be working like five, six days a week, Wow, crazy hours mm. working with clients. Like no wonder I was just burnt out. Yeah. <laughs> burnt out. And now I probably one-to-one coaching wise, I probably do maybe like five, six hours a week. Wow. And I do my group stuff, which is another three, four hours a week. Yeah. And then I get to create in the rest of the time and do that. I'm and I make more money than ever. My brain is like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it gets to be possible. It gets oh. to be possible. But it's choosing it and then going, okay, who's already doing it? And I need to be around them. You know, I hired, like, I've hired Kezia. And at the time, like, you know, it was very aligned with what she was doing. I was like, oh, my God, I love this. Yeah. And also like Mel Wells, I hired her for a long time and that was very expansive for me at the time Yeah, because she had the energy and the embodiment of what I wanted in terms of a team Yeah, and like having courses and, 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 and projects out there and a really high price point. So I was like, yeah, this feels good for me. And it's not even high, like in the scheme of the coaching no. space, it's not, it just was for me at the time. Yes. Yes. I fucking love that. And Thank you just so much for being able and being offering to come on my podcast. It just means the absolute world to me hearing you. I love it. It's fun. I love that. So (laughs) where can everyone find you and what are your offerings? And tell us all of that stuff. Cool. So you can find me on Instagram. I'm still in the process of like changing websites and whatnot. So there's not that right now, which I'm just really, I just changed my mind on the design of it all the time. So I changed my mind on branding. You do, the funniest thing is, is like I have such a successful business. Don't have a website right now. <laughs> that makes me feel better because I don't have a website and every week my like little Instagram colors change and I'm like, oh yeah, like these ones better. <laughs> it's just an embodiment of you. Like, you know, yeah. when the time, and that, you know, I've got team working on it now, but yeah. 
it just didn't feel right for a really long time because I was like, I'm changing my offerings. I'm changing what I want to do. And manifesting generator is like, I keep changing my fucking mind. So it's really hard to stick to something. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I have a couple of different levels of programs. I have a new kind of uh, manifesting, manifesting for the high achiever course that's going to be coming out in the next month or so. This is going to be a self-study course and there's probably going to be added bonuses if you want like more groupy kind of work. Uh, And it's going to be all around like, it's just a toolbox of manifesting for a high achiever. Like somebody who knows what manifesting is, but needs tools to work through their resistance because it's going to come up. And I I envision this as being something that you will tap into and use all the time. All the (laughs) time. I can feel it. I just got goosebumps everywhere. Yeah, (laughs) It's fantastic. It's like, yeah, just writing everything down and like starting to create the content. I've been like, Oh, I'm so lit up by this. (laughs) feels so good. Like I'm going to be using all of like yeah. the tools and manifestation, the hypnosis tapes. Anyway, so that's one thing that's coming out in the next month. Yeah. Um, another, my signature program, You But Fearless, right now we have all of the spots full and we're currently in week five. I will be running another round of that later on in the year. That's a program. It's an eight week program. It's a group program. Uh, and it's, it has like 30 women involved. I will be opening up a wait list soon for women to jump into that. Yes. Uh, and this is just about that. That program is, is all about, you being you and all of you, but the most fearless version of yourself. So it's kind of like remembering who you are, yeah. remembering who you truly are and kind of, you know, dissipating all of those belief systems, all of the stuff that's held you back, held you back for a really, really long time. So it's just coming back home to yourself, yeah. which is really fantastic. Uh, and then I also have right now, I'm in the middle of launching it, uh, a four month business immersion for coaches and healers in the space So those people who are like, you know, they might be in the first year or maybe the second year and they're really needing help to expand and they're going, fuck what's possible. And they want to really embody the energy of like, of a superwoman who is just super aligned in her energy. So it's called Soulful Superwoman CEO. And it's all about, yeah, really stepping into your power and being seen and charging what you deserve, but then also like paving a new way in the industry, in your field and just being a leader in it. Yeah. Cause I think that's really, really important. So that's four months long. Like if you're interested and you're listening right now, I don't know when this is coming out, but send me a DM. This is only going live basically in the DMs. So like I'm sending the sales page and everything in the DMs and the ability to apply. We've already had a few people take up their spots and we don't start till May. So if you are actually interested, like jump on it because I have a feeling it's going to sell out well before. (laughs) Yes, that fucking, that alignment, like that power and that alignment is just fucking glorious. And I will put everything and your Instagram handle and everything in the comments or the the info, whatever the fuck it's called little box of things but thank you so much i could talk to you all fucking day but we love it feels good (laughs) um thank you so much again and i just can't wait can't wait to get my hands on that manifesting thing i just literally my body was just like oh it's gonna be great and the funnest thing about it is like you know how you you'll you'll do a self-study course and there'll be like hour-long sessions yes no it's not gonna be hour long this is like snappy to the point this is gonna get straight back in there I, I don't want it to be hour long. I don't have time for that. I don't want to give someone like an hour long task to do. Literally. It's too long. Literally. <laughs> and then people stick to it and they actually do it and they get the results and exactly. glorious. Oh my Amazing. God. Well, have the best rest of your day. Thank you so much again. And I will Thank talk you. to you soon. Thank you so much. Bye, babe. Bye.